to Cartridge Command, your weekly retro gaming podcast where we discuss and review the classic and not-so-classic games of the 8- and 16-bit era. I am Nick. And I'm Eric. And this week's game is Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Super Ghouls and Ghosts was developed and published by Capcom for the SNES and released in October of 1991 in Japan, November of 91 in North America, and December of 92 uh, in PAL territories. Uh, yeah, over a year wait there. Yeah, I hope it was worth it. And <laughs> let's move on to the fact that this is the third game in the Ghost and Goblins series. Uh, after Ghosts and Goblins and Ghouls and Ghosts. I never played Ghouls and Ghosts. I don't think I ever saw it. Like, maybe an arcade or something. But... Yeah, I barely even know of its existence before doing this research. Oh, okay. I, I'm pr- that's a Sega game, right? Like, that was on Genesis, I believe. I did not At do least for that much research. Console. I, I, that's just memories, man. Sorry. <laughs> and like its predecessors, this was directed by Tokuru Fujiwara. He is sometimes credited as Professor F., I can think of a few F-words that... Uh... Right, yes. <laughs> now, he was also worked on uh, a ton of other games. He, I think he directed Commando and uh, the very first Mega Man. Oh, okay. And then he was a producer on uh, Mega Man's 2, 3, 4, 5, X, the Disney Afternoon games, the Resident Evil series. Oh, wow, okay. So, you know, yeah. he had a long history with the company. Yeah, fingers and lots of pies. Indeed. And like the original game... This was an early third-party uh, release for a new Nintendo console. Yeah, I remember this being uh, yeah one of the first that I it, encountered. It wasn't there at launch, but it was, I think, a month or two afterwards. Okay. And similarly, original Ghosts and Goblins was in the first wave of third-party games on the NES. I see. That's, yeah. The big difference is that this game was fully developed by Capcom, and the original Ghosts and Goblins was actually outsourced. Oh, like the NES port? The NES port. At that point, when they did 1942 in Ghosts and Goblins, they were not doing their own home console ports. <laughs> Those are some rough ports, man. And that is why it all <laughs> that and that is why they changed to producing their own. Lessons learned. But yeah, it definitely shows in this version that it was made in house. Oh yeah, yeah, it's it's a polished. Yeah. Now there are a few differences between uh, the various regions, and as you can guess, that mainly has to do with religious themery. Oh, right, right. A lot of this takes place in graveyards and whatnot, and of course, no crosses in uh, Nintendo games. No, we get onks, right? Yes, they're replaced (laughs) with onks. Although, on a side note, I did play the original NES game Anticipation the other night. Okay. It is a board game that has four players on the NES. And not only was cross one of the questions answers, but so was Bible, and it had a cross on it. Whoa, so that snuck by. Well, and it was an official Nintendo seal of quality. Hmm. But back to Super Ghouls and Ghosts, yes, they replaced all the crosses with Onks, and the main boss of the game was in other territories, Samael. Oh, right, yeah. Yes, the Archangel. But he's Sardius now, right? Yes, here in the United States. I feel like I remember in the first Ghosts and Goblins, like, wasn't the bad guy just Satan? Uh, On some of the, He looked like it. Like, <laughs> Lucifer? Huh? Now, this game was also ported to the Game Boy Advance uh, one year later. And it has a few new modes, 
And then finally, this is one of Capcom's best-selling games of all time. Crazy. It has sold over 1 million copies. Man. And it's uh, featured in the new uh, Super NES Mini, right? That's coming out. Indeed. So, Nick, what kind of game is Super Ghouls and Ghosts? Well, it's a side-scrolling action platformer uh, yet again. Um, oh, I thought you were going to say a punishing nightmare a, a, of A it. cruel prank? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's a, you know, it's action a very adventure? arcade style kind of. Yeah, I guess, you know. Um, it's just, uh, you know, you have your eight levels you go through. You are Arthur. You um, are. You are Arthur the Knight. Arthur but the Knight. I do not think you are the storied King Arthur. Of legend. I don't know. I mean, the princess is named Guinevere, so... Oh, well, for what interesting. That's worth, but... I will tell you, spoiler <laughs> alert, the famed Excalibur is not featured in any of the games as far as I know. No, not, not even any swords, man. Yeah. In fact, your main weapon is a lance. But, um, but before we talk about weapons, we must talk about Arthur's ability to jump. Yeah, you have... Um, you have a standard double jump now as your normal Ooh. default. Like I don't know if I would call this standard. Well, I mean, like your standard jump is a double. Okay. You always have it. Sorry, yes. yeah. no, you have a double jump in this game, it, but not. You have a very, you know, like, as we've said, arcade or Castlevania style. Yeah. You know, this is firmly in the Castlevania style of once you've jumped, there is one jump arc you are going to make. Yeah, and that is it. But what makes it different is that you have a double jump, and you can then change course. With the second jump. Yeah, so it gets tricky. Learning to control yourself is pretty tough. Yes, and that second jump is the exact same arc as the first. Yeah. But you can control whether you go left, right, or even just straight up with it. Yeah, it's very tough to, uh, you know, especially if you're trying to do precision jumping, like... It's like you have to lead off. You can't just get next to something you want to jump on top of because you'll go end up leaping over it and yeah, sometimes probably you have, dying. Sometimes you do have to back up and then jump from the far edge of a small pedestal. But there's another weird mechanic with this jump, and that is if you are up against, say, a pillar or mm -hmm. something, you can press over and jump, and you will just jump vertically. Right, right. And then if you do your second jump with that same, you will jump up and then onto the top of it. Right, right. It's a, yeah, it's, it takes some doing to get used to it. Yeah, it's very odd. My son thought I was wall climbing or wall jumping. I was like, nope, I'm just doing the double jump <laughs> up against the thing. Now, also, that double jump does give you one other uh, ability, and that is like a boosted attack. Oh, yeah? Yeah, if you attack right after the peak of your s second jump, your attack is a little stronger, and it's like highlighted red. I couldn't do it all the time, but... Really? I, I don't remember noticing that. I didn't pick up on that. Well... Crazy. Now, um, you can, of course, also shoot, like we said, and you shoot a javelin. Yeah, your standard, or your starting weapon. Yes, and that's what you begin with, and we'll discuss weapons in a moment, but uh, I want to get through some of these other things before we break into that long, long diatribe. Right. Now, Arthur also starts with, I think, three lives? Uh, yeah, if you don't, um, in the options, you can change the number of starting lives. Mm -hmm. And I changed well mine to nine. <laughs> yeah. A good, a lot of good that did me. Yeah. And you also start with a suit of steel armor. Now, this is the other mechanic of the And Goblins series that they <laughs> carry over. And that is in classic, in the classic fashion of the first two, whenever Arthur is hit, he loses his armor. Yeah, it and, just shatters and flies off you. And you are just running around in your boxer shorts. Yeah, down to your skivvies, man. This one, um, the graphics are good enough to show that there are hearts on yeah, these boxers yeah. in classic cartoon <laughs> format. So really, you just have two hits, like... No matter how many 
levels of armor you have. Yeah. You're only going to have those two hits. There's no, like, life meter here, you know? <laughs> not, not at all. Now, if you double jump around in areas that maybe aren't just the normal path, and sometimes on the normal path, mm-hmm. you will reveal ch- treasure chests. Yeah, hidden ones will just kind of rise up out of the ground or whatever, and mm-hmm. that's where you will find your weapons, armors, items, you know. Yeah, all the power-ups. And what you have to do is you have to attack that chest for it to open. Yeah, break it down. Now, there is actually an order to what appears in the chests. Yeah, yeah. It's... So if you are wearing the steel armor and you break open a chest, then there will be a weapon in it. Yeah, the first one. The very first one. And then the second chest. And these are all if you don't lose any of these things along the way. Right, right. And I mean, the, we should say the weapons are random too. Right. Now, you don't have to collect these things. Yeah. You just, just have to reveal them. So the first is the weapon. The second is the bronze armor. The third is the gold armor. The fourth is the sun shield. The fifth is another weapon. And then the sixth one is a trap. Yeah, a bear trap, man. Well, and is it not always a bear trap? Sometimes is it not a creature or a man, like a wizard it's, that it's, shoots you with a spell? Yeah, the conjurer, and he will turn you into a baby. Or a lady. Oh, really? I, I only got hit once, and it turned me into babies. Oh, I only got hit once, and it turned me into a lady. Huh. So, wow. The the one nice thing about that is that it's a temporary um, problem, and after a few seconds, you turn back into your original form with all of your power-ups intact. Yeah, so it's not too horrible. No. So, let's talk about that armor. Uh, you start out with steel armor. That's your basic armor set there, yep. and it takes one hit of damage, and that's about it. Standard gray armor. Now, if you find more armor, it will be the bronze armor, which is confusingly green. Yeah, but it's like, I always think of it as like, doesn't bronze and, you know, like copper, it colors it I over, think it does, over but years, I, maybe? You know, I associate that with copper, not bronze. But I don't know why they didn't just call it green armor, but whatever. But it is still one hit, yeah. although it does have one new advantage. And that is that it will turn your weapon into a magic weapon. Yeah, you get the uh, weapons of enchantment. Is that what they're officially called? <laughs> in the Yes, in the manual. So <laughs> Excellent. Now... If you get one more, there is a, another final set of armor, and that is the gold armor. Very yeah. fancy. Looks cool. you got, like, a crest and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's still one hit. Yes. No, not two. You don't get an extra hit. Not Nothing at all. But in addition to you getting that enchanted weapon, you now have a magic ability. Yes, and the gold armor also comes standard with the moon shield. Yes, because there are two shields that are also available in chests. There's the moon, or I don't know if you can get the moon shield on its own, actually. I don't think so. I think you just get it with the golden armor. And what that does is it blocks one projectile attack, but only if you're not moving. Uh, okay, I was wondering, because I, I was like, I don't think I've ever used that shield I the whole I did time. at the boss that shot the Nautilus shells. Oh, okay. Or not Nautilus shells, but the weird shells at you. Yeah, yeah. Now, there is another shield. There is the sun shield, and it works the exact same way, except for it blocks three projectiles before it disappears. Yes, and uh, it allows you you charge up your magic meter faster when you have it as well. Oh, okay. And what we didn't mention about that magic is that, yes, you hold down your attack to charge and then release whatever magic it is associated with your weapon once you have the gold armor. Correct. All right, well, let's get into these weapons and what they do and what their magic ability is. Sounds good. First off is the lance, your starting weapon. And honestly, it's not that bad. Uh, Actually, it's... Maybe my second or third favorite. Like, yeah, I would <laughs> choose it over many of these other weapons. Yeah, me too, man. Now, it just flies in a straight line. And does it go across the whole screen? I don't know. I think so. Um, but it does not go through 
enemies? I don't. Yeah, it doesn't go through them. I think you can have, and you can have like two on the screen at once. Like, okay. So you can get two shots off. But with you the know, lands. and when you're close, you can spam the button, get a lot more off. It's you know a really good all around weapon. Yeah, yeah. Now you get the armor upgrade, and it becomes the flaming lance. Yeah, it's much stronger now. I think I knew a flaming lance in college, but <laughs> that's another story. No, hey, um, it is much stronger and has like a little fire trail behind it. But no, doesn't seem to be much uh, faster or anything. Yeah, and I think you can only have one on screen at once. So oh. it's yeah, a little kind bit of a, of a downgrade in yeah. some ways. Yeah, and then if you have the gold armor, you will have the magic ability of lightning. Yeah, it's a was well, actually called thunder magic because there's another one called lightning later. Okay, well, this is, is weird. Thunder but... <laughs> magic, <laughs> yeah. and I did some air quotes there. Even though it is definitely lightning. <laughs> yeah, lightning, you hold down the button, and when whenever you hold down the button, the one thing is, is you can still run around. Yeah, you'll but see a little charge up, you'll hear a sound. You're usually stuck once the animation of whatever you're doing happens. That's true, but you are invincible. You are. And the lightning ability is you shoot lightning uh, you know, horizontally, left and right, and then one beam vertically. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Yes, it is. But, you know, uh, you really have to be in the right place to use it. It's it's not it's a cool-looking magic, but it's not the most useful no. Like of the various attack patterns you get. Now, next up is my favorite weapon in the game, and that is the dagger. Yeah, um, it is my favorite as well. I feel like it is head and shoulders way better than any other weapon. <laughs> in fact, uh, we'll get to this in a minute, but uh, due to my play style through this game, I was able to retain this weapon for the majority of it. I, after a certain point, I was like, I'm not getting any more weapons. No. <laughs> but the dagger is awesome because you can throw three on screen at a time. It's, it's very fast. Very too. quick. Yeah. So, and it goes the entire length of the screen. Mm -hmm. So it's just like the lance, but better in every way. Agreed. Now, if you power that up or enchant it, as the manual would say. Yes. Yeah. You have... What I call the laser dagger. Yeah, I always thought of it as a laser dagger. It says it's a magic dagger, and it's like it, there's beams of light or something coming from it. But I, I, they almost look like spears too. When you you know, yeah, it's one of the out. coolest looking things in this game. Oh, it is, man. It is extremely satisfying. And you throw out your dagger, and then after you've thrown it, it basically accelerates across the screen with a laser behind it. Yeah, and. This is a big upgrade, too, because you can now shoot through walls and such. Yes, and you can have a, a ton on screen at once. At I, least three, maybe four. Yeah, I know. At I least was, four. I know that. I was, like, trying to test it out, like, shooting as fast as I could, but they move so fast, it's hard to, you know. Yeah, you don't need to have more than four on the screen because they're going to be in whatever target you're trying to hit almost instantly. Yeah, yeah. It's wonderful. And then you have the final upgrade, the magic of the dagger, and that is uh, a dragon. Yeah, like fire dragon. Dragon, fire dragon magic. And what happens is whatever direction you're facing, the fire dragon comes out of you, goes up the wall, across the ceiling, and then back down. Yeah, it has a kind of a weird pattern that's it's really useful for certain situations. Extremely <laughs> useful in certain situations. But, you know, for a lot of normal enemies and bosses, it's kind of worthless. Yeah. But if you're using the laser daggers, it does not matter. You, you don't, don't even need yeah. that thing most of the time. No. All right, well, following up the daggers is the axe. Yes, the axe. Uh, this weapon sucks, man. Uh. One of the many sucky <laughs> weapons. Now, the weapons in this game are either great or awful, I feel yeah, like. This, I mean, this, this is, is the beginning of the awful. Yeah, I mean... It flies in a very 
odd pattern. Yeah, it's a big circular kind of... It's it's like it wishes it was the fireball from Contra, which I like that pattern, okay? So it's not... I'm not just hating on this uh, circular rolling attack. It's just a wider pattern, so Way therefore it gets big. stuck in walls and the floor and anything you're trying to go around or through, not not into the enemy as often as I'd like. Yes, it's, uh, it's hard to aim, and uh, I mean, maybe it's stronger. I don't know. I did not use this very much at all. <laughs> I, I had to go look at a video to see what its secondary power-ups were because I, I was like i never i never got past the first uh incantation of the axe but if you get the bronze armor the axe will become a heavy axe yeah or a hefty axe which just looks bigger from the footage i viewed yeah um it has a uh, it has a weird pattern where it kind of goes up a little and then forward or okay. am i thinking of the scythe or not the scythe the shuriken axe. oh no you're thinking of the i think the, i'm confused here you know, whatever i did i did not use this thing Right. <laughs> and then if you get the final uh, magic for the axe, you get laser magic. Yes, although this is what the manual calls the lightning magic. This, these aren't, this is not lightning. It's lasers, man. Um, I think it's eight points appear around you in a sphere, and then lasers shoot out in all the directions. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, that'll hit most things on the screen, I'd imagine. But... Yeah, it looked like it'd be, you know, all right. But again, I never got anywhere near getting that. Yeah, nope, nope. But, you know, following that, is a weapon I did use a little bit, and that is the crossbow. Yeah, this is maybe my second favorite. Uh, it's pretty cool. The yeah. the standard crossbow, it fires forward and up, two projectiles at the same time. Yeah, two kind of angled and... Well, it's uh, like about a 45-degree angle. Yeah, yeah, and uh, so it's it's nice because you can hit things um, that are elevated, um, It's and it's very fast, too. Yeah, yes, it is. I don't know how many um, projectiles you can have on screen at once with this, but... Yeah. It's, it's so fast that it didn't seem to be a problem. Ever. Right, right. I mean, and always, each button press will shoot two, so you yeah. get that. But And if you enchant your crossbow, uh, it becomes a magic crossbow, and that fires three heat-seeking uh, missiles or yeah. arrows. I, um, this is where I kind of, I'm like, I kind of don't like this version because... You don't, you don't choose which ones the heat seeks. Yeah, and it's like if one of them's just squirreling around looking for you know circling then you can't shoot anymore until it goes away so right. it's like you can get stuck with no you know without the ability to fight back for a few seconds so it can be hard it can be now it's magic is probably the most useless yeah of all the magics and <laughs> what is it called seek magic yeah and what it does is it reveals hidden uh treasure chests yeah um i, I did see although i don't remember which one it is there's one chest somewhere that you, this the only one you can only use, get it with this. And what's in it? I, I don't think it's anything special. Just whatever hmm. a chest, you know, like whatever where you are in the sequence of items. But yeah, that's that's a little interesting. Yeah. But um, I don't know if I would ever use it when I had it because if you already have the gold armor, yeah. What do you want? Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe a different weapon. So yeah, yeah. Well, maybe if you use it, you will find yourself in possession of a torch. Yeah, this I'd is... be cursing the game if that happened. Oh, man. Um, this is one I remember liking from when I was younger and played it. But... I want to like it. And yeah. my son thought I would love it. He's like, it's like the holy water. Don't you love it? It's not. No, because it is not like the holy water. Um, first of all, you, you throw it in a further further distance than you would the holy water. Yep. And it's got a weird arc to it. And then once it hits, it uh, similarly creates a fire on the ground. Yeah, and it kind of moves forward a bit, too, from mm -hmm. its point of impact. But for creatures like the plants or anything that's not right on the ground, it's a big pain in the butt to use. you got to get so close to an enemy to attack it. 
Yeah, and it's like, you know, you throw these torches, but you got to wait for the flames to go away before you can keep rapid firing. It, it's hard to hit things. Uh, yeah. And I think you can have, what, two out at once? I think, yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure it's pretty strong, though, but again, I would always chose the, the dagger. So <laughs> Now, if you enchant the torch, it is almost identical, except for it has a larger flame and they go further. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm guessing they might hurt more. But I avoided this at all costs. As did I. And then if you get the gold armor with the torch, you are treated to... The shield magic? Shield magic, yes. I guess uh, <laughs> three orbs circle you and protect you. Yeah. It looks like it could be useful. Maybe. Uh, I wouldn't know. <laughs> I never. Uh, it's not worth the uh, handicap of using that stupid torch. All right. Now, what do you think about the next weapon, the scythe? Uh, this... I used to love this. It was one of my favorite weapons when I was a kid, but okay. uh, I'm not so much now. Uh, what makes it different than the lance? I don't know. Um, well, you can crouch and kind of... I, I don't know if it's just the scythe or the magic scythe, yeah, but can you, you can get a little angle I was down. Like, can you can control its angle a little bit? A little bit. You okay. can crouch and get it to go down. Because I got the neat. scythe, and I thought that's what I was doing, but then I was like... When I went back to write my notes, I was like, maybe I was remembering that wrong. I don't know. I like, I mean, it does have a cool, like, animation when it hits him, and then this other slash comes across the enemy, mm -hmm. but it's, I mean, and maybe it's a little stronger than your lance and stuff, but it's just too slow. Like, you don't yeah. get enough on the screen to... No, and then if you enchant the scythe, it becomes uh, larger and maybe faster. Magic scythe? Yeah, I don't know. It, it looks weird, too. It's like a buzzsaw almost, but... Now, its magic, though, seems pretty awesome. I never used it, but from the video, it looks like it would be the most uh, useful of all the magics. It's Yeah, you summon these, like, tornadoes, and you and they just come, hit everything. They come out of you and then just go around the whole screen a couple times, being, banging into stuff and doing yeah. damage. Yeah, no, it's a good uh, it, it's a good magic because it's a full screen. Like, you know, you don't have to aim it, and mm -hmm. uh, it's pretty strong. Well, that's I guess that's a nice way to make up for its other shortcomings. Now, I've seen different names for this next weapon. Um, some people call it a sword. Some people call it a tri-blade. Yeah, the, the manual calls it the tri-blade. All right. And it is basically like a weirdo boomerang. Yeah, yeah, it is. It doesn't go, you know, horizontally out and then back, like in a Castlevania's uh, no, cross. No, no. Uh... Instead, <laughs> instead, it kind of like does a weird arc around. Well, yeah, it goes like up and then forward and back, like, and then when you upgrade it to the shuriken, mm -hmm. it gets even weirder. And oh, it does. I mean, I, I don't know if this is very strong. And to be honest with you, I forgot this was in it. I didn't even see this till close to the end of the game. Like, yeah, did they hide it, hold it back or something. I think or it's. Or is it I don't know. I, I agree. I got it once in one of the, like the last level or two, and I was very confused by it. I thought I was like, oh, that must be a special weapon I'm getting. And then I was like, oh, it's this thing. I was like, oh, I lost my dagger. <laughs> no. And then, uh, you know, like you said, you upgraded to the shuriken, stronger, maybe a little bit uh, bigger. And then above that is, man, sounds awesome, nuclear magic. Yeah, nuclear magic. Not as awesome as it sounds. No, no. It, it is basically like the opposite of your magic filling bar. Yeah. So as as you fill up your magic, there's this symbols on the top that fill up towards the center. Yeah. Now this is almost the exact same thing where it comes from the center out. Yeah, it just expands. And it happens above your head, you know, um, in a horizontal plane. It seems like it would be a pain to aim. Uh, well, I mean, that would go along with the weapon it's, uh, it's attached to, so. <laughs> I guess you're right. And then uh, that's it for for all the weapons. I, I think, you know, the dagger is, of course, the best. Yeah. And then the lance is not a bad option if you're stuck with it. Yeah, lance, I mean, crossbow if you're in a pinch, I, you know, I'll take it over any of the other ones, uh, but 
I don't know, maybe there are some special uses for some of these weird weapons that I don't know, but I didn't run across any. Same here. Now, there's just one other thing I'd like to talk about here in this section, and that is the fact that you get points. Oh, yeah. And points come, uh, do they come from killing enemies? Uh, yeah, I think you get points from killing enemies as well as you find the money bags and yes. little rewards. That yeah, some enemies points. are carrying baskets yeah. or uh, little pots, and they drop them, and there's like a statue in them usually. And that statue gives you points as well. Yes. Now, what do these points do? Um, well, you get extra men from them. Okay. Uh, I thought so, but man, you I didn't seem to notice. <laughs> well, you'll get your first one at 20,000 points. Okay. So I would see that kind of frequently. But right. the other ones, it's at like, the next one's at 60,000, next one's at 130,000, and mm -hmm. then there are 80,000 points after that. And your points reset after you die, correct? Uh, def uh, when you continue, continue on. They do. Yeah. Okay. But you also, those money bags also give you extra continues as well, which is something that oh. was very confusing to me because... How so? It's just, depending on the difficulty you have, there's a set number that when you get this many money bags, it'll just give you another continue. You know how at the continue screen it shows yeah, down it, at the bottom it's left? it's credits. Yeah, yeah, it's like... Um, the credits are the number of continues. Like every, uh, like if you're on beginner, every 16 money bags will just, that's another continue. Oh, okay. Now, and is are the levels shortened in any way, or is there any other weird things with the beginner mode? Um, I don't know. I, I just played on normal, so I'm not Same sure. Same here. I was afraid that if I went to beginner, I'd be missing out. Right, right. Oh, well. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, but the normal is 18 uh, bags. If you play the expert is 21, and professional is 32 bags for a... Because I noticed it because I kept, like, I die and go to continue, and I'm like, wait, I have more continues than i did last time right like, how is this happening i'm pretty sure they cap out at nine okay. so i don't know i that makes like, i never ran out sense. of continues because it was like i was just playing with three lives but it's like I, all the places i got stuck i was always getting at least one continues worth of money bags out of it so gotcha like i just and i got to this point where i was like all right pushing through the rest of the game with all these so now now it makes a little more sense and the game does seem to be a little more beatable in my mind eventually well, with those yeah. continues that yeah and that's not in the manual or anything. that took some digging i had to go to a forum Ooh. <laughs> all right nick this is a tier one publisher yes super nintendo game i am expecting a top-notch manual um well you're you're not gonna get it um, oh. <laughs> uh it's um this is kind of shisty because it's like, I could say it's 22 pages because the last, you know, numbered page is 22, uh -huh. but it's not really because they're just two blank pages after two pages of ads. And, you know, they're trying to pad their numbers here, I think, but those, those devious dogs, <laughs> it's all black and white, all black and white, even no screenshots. Uh, there's very little art. There's a, a rough breakdown of your heads up display kind of. Okay. And you get some pictures of like the armor and stuff. Enemy um, list. No, no enemy list at all. Um, there are <laughs> pictures of the weapons and stuff, and they talk about all that stuff. They, but they okay. hilariously call them siegecraft weapons. All right. I'm like, there's no catapults or ladders here, but whatever. We got to, yeah, and as far as story goes, it's also very simple where, you know, it briefly references the first games where it's like, years ago, you defeated evil and rescued Princess Guinevere. Yeah. Now Sardius, the emperor of evil, snatched her and took her away to the Phantom Zone. Hmm. And now all these undead are back. He's hexed the land. So you just got to go rescue her. Man, I bet he's even more powerful with the help of General Zod. I know. I was like, I wish they would have shown her in a like two-dimensional uh, <laughs> panel flying off into space. But... That would have been great. 
but yeah, I mean, it, it's it does a good job, I guess, of breaking down your, uh, you know, the very basic mechanics that we already talked about. But that's mm-hmm. almost literally all it does. So then you already answered my question about the uh, memo pages. Yeah, no, so nothing, man. That's it. All right, Nick. What was your personal history with this game, Super Ghouls and Ghosts? Uh, well, I owned this game as a youth. Um, I played a lot and never beat it. And then, so, yeah, I mean... You never beat it as a youth? Uh, no, I did not. Okay. I mean, well, okay. I I, I considered what I considered no, beating no. the game. <laughs> yes. Did you get to the final boss of level seven yeah yeah i did that, that boss. as a kid yeah and i okay. believe i um i don't know when i was looking at pictures of the actual final boss yeah because spoilers i didn't get there and i probably never will um i was like wait i remember this so i think i might have used a game genie okay to cheat my way through it at some point years after so you played this a lot though as a kid uh i'm somewhat i mean i didn't i wasn't like obsessed with beating it because how early into your tough. super nintendo life cycle did you get it Pretty early. It was one of my first, like, it, it was just a gift from a friend for my birthday. So it, I didn't even ask for it. It was just kind of weird. I was like, all right, cool. And I mean, it's, yeah. So therefore, it probably got a fair amount of play. Yeah, over the years. But it was not one where I was like, I'm, yeah. You don't seek this uh, this out. Sometimes you're like, I'll, I'll give it a I go. have zero experience with this game. Because I felt like I had learned my lesson after <laughs> renting Ghosts and Goblins. Even after I foolishly played Ghosts and Goblins in the arcade. Oh, man. And both of those experiences were, you know, just um, basically punishment. I, re- I remember seeing this in Nintendo Power, and there was at least enough of, like, the different weapons and magic and stuff. So I was, I was interested in it, more so than the original Ghosts and Goblins. Gotcha. And now for our more recent experience. And I'm going to start this one. Go for it. By saying, you, you shared this information with me when we chose the title. And you told me that you had gone through it as a kid and that it wasn't that hard, especially compared to the first one. And that was a devious lie. That's not true. The first one is way harder, man. Well, you know what? It is way harder, but this one is still... It is. It's hard, a, man. A horrible challenge. And I, <laughs> I foolishly listened to you. And um, I tried to beat it legit, like two times, and was not having it. Oh, yeah. Even with my nine lives. Just because of the brutal restarting. Yeah, man. It's It, it hurts you. It hurts it, you. It does. <laughs> uh, so then the third time I went to play it, Honestly, I was running out of time before we record the podcast. <laughs> you know, uh, I had some eclipsing to take care of to date the podcast. Oh. So I had my son uh, sit with me, Wingman, and I played with save states. Uh, at first, I was just saving the beginning of the level and what I would consider the halfway point. Right. You know, where there should be <laughs> a continue spot. Oh, man. You know, I mean, it literally changes terrain in every single map. Yeah. It's like there should be one there. Sometimes, it is Super yeah. Nintendo. Like the, the technology exists in it every could. other game. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and that's how I did the first couple levels. But then as the challenge increased and my time was running out, I just said, ah, the heck with it. And I was like, every 15 feet, <laughs> save me, buddy. We are do not going one. back. He just knew at one point, if I pause it, that means save it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you look back, you are lost. And, you know, I'm not going to lie. Even at that rate where I was saving it, you know, every minute or so, this game was still incredibly challenging. It's, uh, it is, um, like I was able to quote unquote, sorry. Side note, I didn't, I did beat the first final boss with cheating. Right, right. And then I was done. Yeah, yeah. That's, I, uh, started playing this, I played this game five times, right? Right. And the first day I was playing it and I barely made it to the second level. 
And then it was like the next two days I was in the fiery level. I could not, I was like stuck and I'm like, I don't know what and I'm going to do, man. You have like played this before. You have memory of these levels to some degree. Yeah, kind of. Not where, as much where as I had you like might. zero. I remember some of the chests like in the first level, mm-hmm. the first two levels. But after that, I was like, I, I don't know because I imagine I probably just, like I said, Game Genie'd my way through at one time and was like, all right, that's enough. But gotcha. Then, um, once, uh, you know, on the fourth day, I was kind of, you know, I was getting up there to, like, level four. And that's when I started noticing the continues going right. up. And I figured that out. So I was like, all right, I, I think I can actually at least do this. Like, so the last day, just hunkered down and played through for four hours until I finally beat this I was going to ask, how like, long did that take? Uh, it sucked, man. Because it's like, this game... It's not a long. Half hour, four, like the, when you look at the maps of these levels, you're like, "That's it." Like, They're so like, short, but the, you have to fight for every inch. Man. Yes, like, you know what? And let's just get into that right now. Well, here we are in the general chat portion of our show, and I would like to begin by saying, "Is this supposed to be less brutal than the original? If it is, it is uh, by a few degrees." I, I mean, I mean, the, I guess the fact that there are multiple continues and you can get more helps, but man, you, I mean, yeah, like I said, once I feel, I was like, all right, I, I can basically get infinite continues and it just becomes a, like a, you have to have this like Zen like patience to be like, right. Because I'm, my other note is why are there no mid level restarts? Well, why are all the levels like, even from the start, it's just like nonstop. You're constantly a threat. You can all, it's so easy to die. Like, yes. <laughs> my next note is why does Takuro hate kids so much? It's Mr. Fujiwara. Now I know your name. Yeah. I mean, cause he did this at least twice on purpose. Yeah. Well, okay. So the big, let's not bury the lead here. Uh, the big crap fest at the end of this game is that you play your way through this, uh, relentless, ruthless game, mm-hmm. make it all the way to the end. Yes. And then finally beat this boss. Yeah, and then it's like, nope, you have to go get this magic bracelet. That I that the princess hid somewhere in the levels you've already gone through. So you got to go back and play through them all again at a higher difficulty. To to then get to the real final boss oh, and man. get the actual ending of the game. Yeah, and it's so, like, I, I forgot about this. I mean, I remembered it, but I was like, that sucks. But I forgot how much I hated it. Like, it really came back where I was like, it makes me so mad. I even knew it was coming. And I was like, I hate you for doing this, Fujiwara. Yeah, and the funny part was, is I knew about it because you told me. And I was, in the back of my mind, I was like, well, if I'm going to cheat, I can just go through it again if I'm save stating. Right, right. But even with the save stating, my will was so broken by the time I got to the end that I was not playing another minute of this game. I mean, I was like, I don't want to. No, and <laughs> the best part was, so my son's sitting there, and the funny part was I kept lying to him because he's like, you know, kind of wanted to go do something else after a while. And I was like, oh, no, this is the last level. Yeah. And he's like, what? I thought this was the last level. And then I was like, no, 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 I'm sorry. This was the last level. <laughs> and he's like, wait a minute. This, you know, he started getting the map situation. He wasn't paying as much attention the first, you know, couple right, levels. Right, right. So then when we got to the, the quote, end of the game, and they, he's reading that text with me, and then it starts you there at the first level, at the very beginning again, and he just started laughing. He's like, no way. He's it's like, so oh, my mean. God, that's the worst thing ever. It's like they could have put another level where you go get the, the bracelet and then fight the final boss or something. But it's like, you know, this isn't something that just happened. You know, it's not like an earthquake. Somebody chose this. Mm-hmm. This was a human made a decision more than once. I don't know if it's you, Fujiwara, but I bet you know who it was. So I, yeah, I mean, and it's not like you can say this was to combat the rental market because it's not like there's a, you know, the second level's really hard and then it evens out. No, all the levels are really <laughs> They're hard. They're all really hard. And it's a shame because 
this game is beautiful. Yeah, it has some really good graphics. Uh, yeah, I like I, the music a lot. I love the music. The sprites are really great. Uh, the level design's awesome. The way they flow from one to another, the things that happen in the levels. Like, there's so much about this game that I want to love. Yeah. But it's like an abusive relationship. Yeah, yeah like, it is, man. Like, I can't quit you. Well, I could. And, um, you know, I, I love almost everything about this game except for the difficulty. And a lot of that stems from, you know, a base mechanic in these games that is... I think carried over from the first one. And that is that enemies never stop respawning. Yeah. There's... It's not even from a spot. There's no like, oh, the enemy spawns at this point and will keep spawning once you've killed it or move back over it a la Ninja Gaiden. Right, right. It is like they're just going to be, there are certain enemies that yeah. are in a spot when you find them, but otherwise there is a constant sea of zombies or whatever <laughs> that are just pouring out of the ground. Tides of enemies. And they, they, they emerge in a weird way. It's not like they're just there. They take up time. So it's like you can plan for them, but at the same time, the longer you wait to move around them, yeah. the harder it is. Well, you're like trapped because it's like this is a game where you might think I'm going to try and blast through this level Ninja Gaiden style so I don't trigger as many spawns, but that doesn't really help. And then there's certain spots where you're like, I have to wait for the stupid zombie to move before I can jump over this thing. But I don't want to do it until just the right time because there's a fire skull over there. Or I know the exact spot you're talking about <laughs> in the first level. There's tons of weird little spots. so it's. Eh. I do want to say one thing I, I really like about this game. A little touch is that if at the end of the level you kill the boss, you get that key. If you press up, uh-huh. it says, nice catch. Yeah, that's cool. You pick it up. <laughs> like there's no, I was like, who put... The, Still, one good deed does not wash out a, a bad one, Fujiwara. Yeah. And then the other thing this game does that I'm a huge fan of across the board is in between levels, it gives you an overall map of your progress. Yeah, yeah. And it's a good looking map, man. Yeah, and it does a great job of showing you the levels and what's going to be happening in them in the future and what you've gone through. Yeah, for as small as it is, it's very um, faithful and accurate. Yes. Now, the downside is, is that map, you know, as you look at it, does highlight the fact that Every level almost has two halves to it. Yeah. And a point at which you think there would be a continue spot. <laughs> They're not where you think they would be. You know what I mean? Like, you'll get to these natural breaks, and you're like, all right, that's surely if I die now, this is where I will start. It's like, no. No, not at all. Take it from the beginning. You have to master every, like, essentially every level. Every inch of every level. Yeah. This is what I would call an owner's game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're not yeah. beating this on a rental, probably. I mean... Maybe you are, but to get everything out of this game, you need to own it. You need to memorize every foot of every level. Yeah, absolutely. Next week's game will be an unplanned part two of Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Sorry, guys, that one went real long, and, you know, I don't know if I can make anyone listen to almost two hours of Ghouls and Ghosts no, talk in a row. Not only do you have to listen to it, you have to start over from the beginning. Uh, and listen to the entire it. podcast again. Yeah, then you can get the reviews. Man, we should have done that. That'd be great. <laughs> so if you haven't tried this game out, or we haven't scared you away, you can still find a copy of it, grab your controller and play along. Mm-hmm. Yes, and remember, if uh, there's anything we got wrong, some stuff you want to say to us, or questions you want to ask, let us know at cartridgecommand at gmail.com. And we will get a hold of you. So please, like us on Facebook at Cartridge Command. Look at us on Twitter at Card Command. Please subscribe to the show. So that way you get it first thing Wednesday morning after I drop the kids off at school and upload the <laughs> podcast. And, of course, we must thank those wonderful people that give to us on Patreon.com slash Cartridge Command. It is our patrons that make this show possible. 
I have not found any sacks of money, no matter how many times I've double jumped around my yard. I'm looking weird hopping around in my underwear, but it's fun. (laughs) (laughs) Not for the rest of us. So please, please give to us at patreon.com slash cartridge command. Thank you so much for all of those that do. And as always, cartridge commandos, game on!